While I was sitting in my office again this afternoon, kind of been talking to the Lord and telling the Lord, I know I've really been, or you've been, I believe. God has really been giving me some strong stuff, I guess, or heavy stuff, whatever you want to call it, but it's the truth. It's, it, it really is the truth. And sometimes when you hear it, and you hear it again and again and again, uh, sometimes it just kind of gets to you, just does. And I, I realize that, and I understand that. And I'm not going to alter from giving you the truth. Never will. But at times, we need some of those oases. And I think that you've already started with an oasis because I told the Lord, I said, Lord, if you would permit just a nice season of praise and worship tonight, a place where we can go and get lost in the heavenlies and realizing who still sits on the throne, realize who's still in control and that your mercies endure forever, and that your grace is sufficient. And I believe God has already started that uh, tonight. And you have that opening scripture ready, Michael? And this is what I believe God's going to do with us and for us tonight if you decide to truly worship God, which I think you already have decided. It says, For in a time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. And I kind of want hidden today. Just hidden in the presence of God, just kind of like covered under his wings, covert of his wings. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. God has secret place. And we can enter that secret place. He'll show us. He wants us to be there. And it says, and he shall set me up on a rock. And that's what I want. Because there's all kind of quicksand all around us, everywhere that we see. And So I'm going to just maybe give you a little bit of exhortation. And then I sat down in my office and I said, God, give me some of those old songs that we know. We don't have to try to wonder what the... We just know them and that they'll come and that they'll worship you. So we just selected a few. And when we get to that, which shouldn't be that long from now, I mean, I want you to come to the altar. Stand. We're going to darken out the lights. Maybe we'll just have the Christmas lights and a very, very little back wall light so that you don't get distracted, that you can just stay directly focused on Almighty God. And as you do, your problems are going to melt away. They really will. Lord, hallelujah. Daryl, would you take us before the Lord, please, tonight? So for a few more moments... Give me your good ear, and we'll just look at some of these scriptures that hopefully will stir you. And Mike, if you would, again, just put that back up there, and let's just look at that again, because this is what I'm counting on God will do for you and I. All of us have probably been in difficult situations in life. I mean, unbelievable turmoils, uh, maybe fearful places, hopelessness places, despair, and scriptures like this just really, just really, really, really help me. It's like vitamins for my soul. It says, for in a time of trouble he shall hide me in his pavilion. And in the secret place of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me upon a rock. And what I like about this is I don't, I don't have to try to crawl up this rock or perform to get to this rock or to be the best perfect Christian that there is. No, God is just going to pick me up in my doubt and despair and sometimes in my fearfulness and just say, look, remember, and place me upon his rock. And then I don't have to run around searching and searching and trying to find a secret place and look for clues. God will just take me to his secret pavilion. And to me, that's the presence of God. He'll just come with his sweet presence. And he's done that for me 
time and time again throughout my years, throughout my distresses, and throughout my limited amount of brain function to try to figure out things and problems and situations that come my way, whether they're personal, whether they're internal, or whether they're here in the ministry. And God just always, always has come through. Psalms 22, 3, I know that you know this. But again, faith cometh by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So we're just going to listen to some of these scriptures and believe them by faith. Not what you feel like, not what you sense inside of you, not what the enemy's been telling you, but what the Word of God tells you. God tells you in His great scripture, He says, But thou art holy, O that inhabiteth the praises of Israel, or the praises of His people. God will inhabit our praises, and I'm telling you, I'm sure you've sensed it maybe. I know I have. He already has. As some of you just started getting into worship, my big dilemma was, Lord, do I stop that? You've already started what? I believe it was a confirmation, a confirmation, and that God is, is here to minister to you, to hide you in His pavilion, to give you what you need so that you can continue to do the work for God that He has called us. God knows what's going on. He's still sitting on the throne. He's still in control, and He will give us all that we need. He's not going to send us out behind the enemy lines without the ammunition that we need, without the Holy Ghost that we need, without the weapons that we need. He'll give them to us, and He'll start even tonight. That, that word inhabiteth means that God, it means to, to dwell. Just think if you just could just sit in a room with God. Just dwell in the presence of Almighty God. You probably wouldn't have to ask a question. It probably would just be answered. Truth would be coming to you so much you'd probably fall over. I mean, just dwelling in the presence of God. And then it means to remain. Isn't it awesome just to remain? And I know that we struggle with that right now, but certainly, certainly, certainly in the near future, we're going to just remain with God, constantly dwell in the face of God and the presence of God and see Him face to face. It also means to sit and abide, and that, we can do that through worship. We can abide in the presence of God. We can remain and dwell in the presence and have God minister to us and give us strength for what we need, peace that's beyond us, and yet still thank Him and glorify Him and lift Him up as we worship and praise God. It's unbelievable how it works. When real praise is going up, God says, I'm not going anywhere. You captivate God when you start to really praise. God can tell the difference between singing and praising. He can tell the difference between singing and worshiping. And when we really get into worshiping and praising and singing and saying, God, we are in some unusual times, but we want to offer up a praise, bring a sacrifice offering of worship to you and tell you that you are all that I need. You are all that you are my heart's desire. And I believe that God will respond to you as we respond to him. First Chronicles 16, 29 tells us this. Give unto the Lord glory. Give unto the Lord glory, the glory that's due unto his name. There's a lot of that, no matter what you're going through. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. You don't have to have any gold or any silver on you, and you can come with an offering to Almighty God. The offering that God wants is that rent heart, that trueness. No mask, no pretension, no just singing song, no, but to take them all out and just worship Almighty God in that beauty of holiness. And I hope that you do that even our band and our singers. I hope you just take time because we always kind of try to pray together and we always ask for that anointing of God because we know thankful for the giftings and talents, but that's not what does it. 
It's the anointing of God that truly does it. Matthew reminds us also in Matthew 4.10, he says, Then said Jesus unto him, talking to the enemy, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Another reason for worshiping Almighty God, it keeps him number one in your life. You've got all these other little magpie voices around you, screaming, trying to bother you, trying to uh, get you to serve them, or trying to get in the way or distract you. And if you could just get lost in worshiping God, he becomes number one in your life, and it'll do you good. <clears throat> and I'm sure that you already, since we've kind of mentioned this, that worship is a place of refuge a place where you can just go and get away. And I hope that you do that at times. I hope you got certain places. I don't care if it's in a basement. I don't care if it's in um, the woods. I don't care where it is. In a, a physical closet, get somewhere, get alone, and just shut things out and worship Almighty God. Isaiah 37.1 tells us this, And it came to pass when King Hezekiah heard it, Heard all this horrible news like you and I are hearing today. That he rent his clothes and covered himself with sackcloth and went into the house of the Lord. And we can do that. That's kind of what started this tonight. When I saw that, I said, really, God, will you, is this something you really want us to do? And I looked up that word covered, and it means to hide. To hide yourself in the presence of Almighty God. It's time you should do that. To get into the presence of God and let Him minister to you and let Him tell you things will be all right and let Him fill you again with the Spirit of God. Let Him remind you of who He is and how, par how powerful He is. So let Him remind you about all those things. And many times I have gone into my office, and you can ask my secretaries. I'm not sure what they think, but they, they sure are kind to me because they don't say a word. I'll shut that door, and, and I'll close those blinds, and I'll cut out that light, and I'll just fire up my, my music, my worship, as loud as I can physically stand it. And I just get lost in it, maybe sometimes for at least an hour, and I don't know what they're doing out there, but I just have that times I've got to get away. I just feel sometimes oppressed or weighed down or burdened or just confused or beyond me. And I just go in in my office, and when I turn the lights off and make it as dark as possible to me, it's just like um, Hezekiah when he covered himself with sackcloth and ashes. He was, he was hiding, but he went into the presence of the Lord. And you should have places and times like that, and we've had them here at times. And most of the time, I've always heard, oh, I just needed that. Thank you so much as if it's something I orchestrated. But it's, it's God, and He knows what we need, and I believe that this is one of those times today, or tonight maybe. Uh, Psalm 67, 3 says, Let the people praise Thee, O God. Let all the people praise Thee. And I wish that would happen tonight. I wish that everyone, we wouldn't have one lingering soul out there, that they would all realize that this is kind of like a spiritual gas station, a spiritual Exxon, where you get filled again, and it doesn't cost you anything. You get filled again with everything that you need so you, you can face tomorrow in the presence of God and the wisdom of God and the knowledge of God and the grace of God and knowing that God is with you. Isaiah 42, 12 says, Let them give glory unto the Lord and declare His praises in islands. You know, when I'm in my 
sackcloth office, hiding myself and covering myself. It doesn't take long before I'm in there going, oh, praise you, God, hallelujah, Lord. I've shut everything out, and I just, it just happens to me like the psalm says, let the people praise thee. It automatically starts coming. No matter what I'm facing, it just comes. Victory comes, and, and maybe when I open the office door, circumstances haven't changed, but something has changed inside of me. And I end up start giving God glory. Sometimes I'm just so despondent, even closing the curtains, and geez, God, I don't know what to do. And, and then I turn on the worship, and yet might go through a song or two, still battling the mind and the enemy and all that stuff. And then sometimes maybe a foot just starts to praise God and just starts, and next thing I know, I'm giving Him glory. Worship is a powerful weapon. And I hope that you use it tonight. Often, many times, I would go to Samuel, and it would talk about how the Philistines just whipped up on, on the people of God, constantly whipping them up. And it says in 1 Samuel 4, 2, and the Philistines put themselves in array against Israel. And when they joined battle, Israel was smitten before the Philistines, and they slew of the army in the field about 4,000 men. And I, I tell the Lord all the time, it just seems like the church is constantly the loser. Everything we try to do and everything we attempt to do, Lord, we always seem to be getting our backsides beat, just like the Philistines. That's what it seems like. It seems like that's the season we're in. It seems like we can't do nothing. We trip over each other. We don't get along with each other. We don't want to pray with each other. Churches don't want to come together with each other. So what did they do? They said, you know, I think we're so messed up. Let's go get the presence of the Lord. You remember what they did? Where's that ark? The ark of the presence of God. Israel. And I hope and trust that that's where the American Christian church is. Just tired of being whooped upon, beat up, tired of their man-made functions and uh, things they want to do, and just simply get back to worshiping and praying again. And forgetting all the glitter and stuff. We have no coming attractions. Okay? This is not a resort. This is not a country club. This is church. This is where we hear from God and get a hold of God. So just like they did, when they ended up getting the ark, you know they started shouting and giving glory to God, and praises to God. And I trust that that's what happens also to you tonight, no matter what. Your personal situations that you're in, yes, God will do that for a family, and he will also do that for the corporate family at the same time. Minister to them, minister to all of us at the same time. And lastly, Second Chronicles 2.22 says this, and I'm trusting this for you and I. You know, the enemy has plans against you. He has snares set up against you. He has distractions against you. All these various things that we have weaknesses and whatever they are, he has them aimed at you. Well, the Bible simply says, And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come up against Judah, and they were smitten. You mean to tell me all they did was sing? That's all they did. They started praising and worshiping God from a sincere heart out of a need, all this stuff and God sent ambushments against 
the enemy. The enemy of the church, the enemy of the DiVincenzos, the enemy of the pastor, the enemy of you, the enemy of your children, can simply be handled tonight by getting into the secret place, the pavilion of God, places us upon the rock, and you start to worship God. So when we begin to sing and give glory to God, I'm going to believe by faith that the Lord is sending out ambushments against our enemies, that new hope will remain, that we will stand strong no matter what tsunami the enemy wants to throw at us. Our enemy, in his arrogance, is going to think that he has us defeated in his arrogance and the way he is. But our God is going to ambush him and defeat him soundly. Soundly. And that can happen right now today. And then we'll do it again another day, and another day, and another day, so that we can keep doing what God has called us to do. And listen, we keep walking by faith, not by what you feel like. So today, tonight, by faith, whether you feel like it, whether you want to or not, has nothing to do with it. It's an obedience to God. Come, worship God. The songs will have the words, very familiar songs. Get lost in them. Sing, worship, honor God by faith. Enter that secret pavilion. Don't let anybody distract you. Nothing distract you. There's no reason to leave the sanctuary. There's no reason to leave. Enter the presence of God. This is our sanctuary. My sanctuary where I can go and hide. Michael, please do the lights. Put some music. I think you know what expecting and wishing and hoping that you'll do. You'll get lost in the presence of God through these songs. Please come. You can stand. You can kneel. You can walk. You can sing aloud. You can pray. The idea is get what you need.